We hear this message or this phrase all the time, whether it is in finishing a race, whether it's in a game, or it's even with your fiscal year, to finish strong. Yet, what does that really mean? We will explore finishing strong, what it means, and more on this episode of today's Antidote. So think about what it means for you. See if it matches up with what we will share today. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Bob. How good are you? I, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. You're very, um, I don't know if the, just the, seems like there's a lot of light on your face. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, You're fine. I mean, it's fine. I just, you know, I can play. You like that better or that? It's all good. I got a lot. I, I, my cat is playing around this morning. So, oh boy, cats on keyboards. He, he likes to adjust the lightning to suit his needs, which are, let me see what this does. The more I bang on this, something happens. So, he's about three months old and he got kicked out of the bedroom twice last night for chewing on my toes. Ah, and kicked out like grabbed him out of the covers and threw him out and then shut the door. So showed we him the door, did you? Showed him the door. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he did the walk. He did the walk of shame and all. So how did he get back in? If you had to throw him out twice, I got up to go to the bathroom and he snuck in, and I didn't feel like dealing with him. He was under the bed, so I went to sleep again, and then. Lo and behold, this time he was under the covers chewing on my feet. Something about your feet he likes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. A little, little kitten, it's just the way little kittens are, I, I hear, and I just have to accept. So, yes, indeed. It's, it's a part phase. Of the growth. It's a, you know, it's, it's, it's not what I was expecting in some regards, but it's been, otherwise, he's been good. And he was alone a lot yesterday afternoon. And I think the weather messes with him a little bit. And, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. It's all good. Completely understand. Completely understand. I'm usually dealing with my dog and having to go That's out. That's it. Out so uh, if, if, I, uh, if I disappear, it's probably cat related because he's he's wound up today. I don't know if you can hear him in the background. I can hear him. He's, uh, he's basically dragging things to my feet. Ah, nice. Which he's is his sign up. for we need to start playing. Uh, all right. Well, but then we better is, get out of this. If I were celebrating something, I'm going to celebrate my cat because he brings me a lot of laughter and a lot of joy. I know I'm out of order. You're out of order. But you, your introduction sounded like one of mine. So I figured we were just kind of doing weird day. Weird day. Is there such a thing as, as weird to day? Like a, a backwards day. When I was a camp counselor, we'd do backwards day where we had dinner for breakfast and breakfast for dinner. So for that would be with us for like giving our antidote first, doing celebrations at the end. That would suggest we knew our antidote at the beginning. And I can tell you that would be a stretch. That's a fair, that's a fair point. All right, everyone. Well, good morning and welcome to today's antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. 
figured we ought to move along with this show uh, where we have conversations around topics. As I mentioned in the opening, we're talking about finishing strong today. We're going to discuss a little bit about what that means. I have a feeling it means something a little bit different for everyone. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where the conversation leads us. And as we're going through that conversation, if you have thoughts or ideas that you would like to share, please feel free to share them on whatever platform you are, because we know it'll add value to our show, whether it is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or Instagram. LinkedIn Live, baby. LinkedIn Live. Yes, LinkedIn Live, baby, as Bob likes to say. And Bob has even secured LinkedInLiveBaby.com. So you can go there and see what you might find. I'm waiting for the letter from LinkedIn any day now. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, Either we the letter that says, please no longer refer to it that way. It's LinkedIn and right. point it to us. Or right. we'd Season like to buy your announcing skills and have you do a LinkedIn live baby, whatever. Yeah. Or have your lawyers contact us. Yeah. Or we will contact your lawyers. <laughs> Anyhow. Um so uh, we, we know that your comments will add value to our show. So we appreciate your thoughts and ideas as we go through this conversation, which is really all about learning. All of us to get a chance to better understand what's real for each of us. And then at the end of our conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote. That thing that we hope will help you maybe today if you're stuck or somewhere down the line to help you take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. And of course, um, if you... I'm going to break in because Stephen's with us this morning again. And he said he's got access to his LinkedIn account again. He was blocked, and but he feels more comfortable on Facebook. So, you Fair know, enough. we have two opportunities for people. They can engage with us on Facebook, on the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or they can engage with us on our newer one, Renegade Success Network for Leaders on LinkedIn. Or Instagram or Twitter. Correct. I think we went through that. But no, no, man, but in terms it. of commenting, yes. it's hard. We're, you know, if you're looking for that group experience, we don't have a group on Twitter. We don't have a group on Instagram. We do have a group on Facebook. We do have a group on LinkedIn. Fair enough. Yes. Um, and of course, if you have your one thing, please feel free to share that as well, your antidote, because we know that it'll add value. And someone out there might be looking for exactly what you share. Um, not what we are sharing at the moment. So uh, it's all about how we add value to one another. Bob, now, <clears throat> even though you've already shared this and maybe you have something else, sometimes I give two things that I'm celebrating. And uh, do you have something else besides your cat that I you do, would like? I do have something else. I was out Great. last night with uh, probably one of my best friends. We go back to when I was in high school. I know. See, now you know what that Monday thing feels like <laughs> when you tell me about your Monday group. <laughs> Fair enough. He goes all the way back to high school. So we're, I met him in 1980, no, 1979. We were each other's best men. Uh, we ended up being in the same family together. We married sisters. So we saw each other at family events and, um, We've had our busy periods where we haven't had a lot of time together. And we've had our periods where we've seen a lot of each other. At one point, I lived in a house where he was uh, I was upstairs, he was downstairs. This was back in the world of Commodore 64 computers. Nice. And we would routinely stay up till two, three, four playing computer games. Thank Pong. Uh, no, it was uh, Winter Olympics and Flight Simulator, where you both had to control letters on the keyboard. Yes, so much Commodore, I, I, Commodore 64 days. 
I would gladly go back to those days. It was so much fun. It was so carefree. It didn't have all the responsibilities that, that we have now. But we went out last night and we we had a um we had a difficult discussion about some things that were going on for him. And it was just really good to be able to be there for someone and to be able to be there for someone who really I was sitting with him and it occurred to me how important he's been in my whole life. And I don't think we take the time to really celebrate the people that are there through the thick and thin, the ups and downs, the longs and the shorts and the goods and bads. And, and they are the first people to want to celebrate when something good happens to you. I had something really good that was happening for me that he knew had been going up and down and no one has been more excited than he was for that. Like literally just te almost tears in his eyes that, as nice. I was describing this thing. So nice. I, I don't know that I made sense on that. You're doing a celebration. It only matters that it makes sense to you. Okay. You're celebrating your friendship. Yes. You're, you're celebrating your friendship that's gone back since high school. Yep. To Phil. Just and so I think you celebrated the Commodore 64. I, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine half the people here have no idea what you're talking if about. If someone has a Commodore 64 and flight simulator and or Winter Olympics, reach out to me. I would gladly want to purchase them. That would be really something that I would get great joy from. I know it's primitive. I know it would be really dorky, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. Fair enough. First computer I ever learned anything on was a Commodore 64 in high school. Yeah. We did TikTok. We did, uh, what is that called? Tic-tac-toe, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Pong. <laughs> it, was, it was high level stuff. And, and Tom, uh, uh, my sister's with us this morning and says, good morning, Bob, and good morning, uh, Tom. Again, I get top billing again. Finally, we're back to the way it should be. I'm celebrating your 680th episode. Great podcast and glad it's doing great for you both. I am proud that it's going well. Have a great day and stay dry. I like it. All like those things. We appreciate all those. How many? Yes. Well, you know, Beth is one of our most dedicated listeners, so I appreciate it. And Thank you, Beth. Steven, you have a great Steven's day as in, well. We've, we've started down the computer road, Tom, so we might as well keep going. Uh, Steven says, I had a Nintendo with the running pad. Did you have that? I did not have the running pad. And he also said, I had an HP with MS Works. And I used to do spreadsheets on force that was, on force that was built in the woods. I'm not sure what he means by that, but I do remember MS Works, which was the very, very, very primitive version of what we would know now as the Microsoft suite. Sure. Yeah. Certainly. Oh, uh, forts, he said. Got it. So thank you for that, Stephen. Thank you for that, Beth. And Tom, what are you celebrating today? Today, I am celebrating. I'm, it's interesting. I'm going to celebrate this because it's an action that I need to take. Um, Can you celebrate an action you're going to take? That sure. seems pre premature. Aren't, aren't we celebrating things that we've already done? Isn't that our whole gimmick here? Does it not gimmick in the negative sense. Gimmick like the deal is we celebrate the things that we do so that they celebrate things that we have coming up. I've celebrated that I had a presentation okay. later okay. that day. All right. All right. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm back. Is it, are we okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Told I can you it change. Might be, told you it might be interesting. <laughs> I gave you warning. You gave me warning yesterday. I gave you warning today. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to modify that. I had a conversation with um, 
the Maryland Nonprofits Group, which I do, I'm very well connected to and do a lot of things with, and they have an opportunity to help somebody with some fundraising, small nonprofit who is uh, struggling in that regard. So I'm going to have a conversation with them a little bit later today. So I'm celebrating the fact uh, that I have this uh, valuable relationship with Maryland Nonprofits that I think we each value what other, each other provides and um, that I think in, in total maybe celebrating that it most importantly benefits the nonprofits in the Baltimore and Maryland communities that are helping others. So I always I appreciate that. That's a great celebration and your work really does make a difference. Even though it's not the actual thing usually that people see up front, Correct. it's the background stuff that makes it all work well. Yes. All right. Now that we've done our celebrations, we hope that and we appreciate it if you want us to share yours in the comments as well. So let's dive into finishing strong. Bob, what it means. You want to share some thoughts on that? An example would be today's program. We need to finish strong because we've sort of been a little afield. So uh, when we talk about finishing strong, we're in the fourth quarter. It started yesterday for most of us. Uh, and so there's an opportunity now to really think about, do we want to achieve the things that we set out to do at the beginning of the year or at the middle point of the year, or even last week? I've got some things I committed to doing last week. In fact, I have a meeting or I have a report due to Tom on Friday that needs to show I accomplished some things because of the accountability. And I looked at what I needed to accomplish and I'm way behind. So in terms of finishing strong, I'll take that as a microcosm. I realized that yesterday, I have until Friday. So in the next three days, I'm going to try to play catch up to get to that place where when we have that accountability check, which is my choice, I could easily say, Tom, don't worry about it, I'm good. That I achieve the things I'm trying to achieve because as we mapped it out, I have goals and to achieve my goals, I need to take actions. And if I don't take the actions, I can't really think I'm gonna achieve the goals. So when we talk about finishing strong, it's really about looking at that and having a hard discussion with ourselves and saying, Bob, you said a month and a half ago, Tom, that you were going to do these things. You, well, more importantly, I said, this is what my goal is. This is the financial goal. This is the speaking goal. This is the client goal. These are the goals that I have for myself. You didn't make me, you didn't make me do it. I, I volunteered them. And then we built back and said, this is to get there. What would you need to do? How much time do you devote? What's that look like? So we built that out. I will be honest. You're not going to be surprised by this. You know better. I haven't followed that plan that we built one day, not one. So when we get to Friday and we look at the last month, my uh, accountability will be completely wrong. I, I Or not wrong. It will just, it'll show that I haven't achieved the things I said I was going to achieve, which leads us to the opportunity I'm sure you'll talk to me about that rightfully. So, hey, are you committed to this? Because if you're committed to this, this was a plan you agreed for yourself. I just want to help you get where you want to go. Or what's wrong with this plan? Is it too rigorous? Is it Fridays you want to go play golf and you don't want to do the work? What's going on there? And that's the opportunity we all have right now to look at this fourth quarter and say there's a chance to course correct. I've said many times, you know, the, the uh, autopilot is going the wrong direction 95% of the time. I'm going the wrong direction with my plan this week. 
I've been going in the wrong direction for the last three and a half, four weeks. I've done some of the things that we mapped out, but not consistently and not with the level of commitment that I demonstrate I wanted to achieve my goals. And correspondingly, I'm not achieving those goals. And so that's what finishing strong can be. It's either, you know what, Tom, I just I can't do it. Yeah, those are really nice goals. I'll do them next year. They're really good 2023 goals. Or, hey, you know what? Those are my goals, and I'm going to do everything in my power. I'm going to course correct and try to get there. I think and I did, third option. I think right? I did my Friday uh, accountability check with you just now. <laughs> well, Amongst a lot of friends and, <laughs> and others and family. Well, here's one of the things. is like there's a third option in there. Right? You talked about two. You talked about, well... I'm not going to make them, and so I'm not going to do them. Or I committed to these. These is what I'm going to do. Right? Those were the or two. Or course that you correcting. Shared. Right? I I could I could alter the plan. Right? Yes. Here's an interesting thought. Because when ahead. I heard you say that, what to me? I when thought you your said, first words were going to be "Thank you for sharing all that." That was really courageous of you. <laughs> oh. Bob, thank you for sharing all that. That was very great to share that information just, here with everyone. Funny. I'm being funny. I, that's not what I was expecting at all. So what happened was my mind, you, you're going to probably understand this when you hear it. You said course correct. Uh-huh. What do you think was going through my mind? You don't like the word correct because that well, means it was right or wrong. Cor that was what I was thinking about was course correction almost means that I was doing something, as you said, right or wrong, which I almost wonder if it's course adjustment is that, you know, because the third thing is you could either, as you said, give up on your goals or hunker down and say, I committed to this. This is what I'm going to do. You could also say, you know what? I made the best decision I could at the time I made it. And I didn't know all the opportunities or obstacles that would come into my purview in the next, how long has it been? A month? And yeah, think, yeah. based on that, it, there's an opportunity that I might have to adjust what I was doing. And and I, I just think that there is a different, for me, thought process that goes on when I say course adjust versus course correct. And and I think that that that's something for each of us to consider is that you know, I think finishing strong to me is is how we define it and what does strong mean? And I would imagine, I think there's a lot of different meanings that we could give to strong. It could be like, hey, I'm really committed to these goals. I got a little off track and now I am going to adjust and get back to where I believe on this day, that's where I want to go. Or I could say, you know what? Again, I did the best I could at the time. At this point, uh, finishing strong for me is going to be figuring out that that hasn't achieved what I wanted. Now the question would be, have you given it enough time? Because um, it may take a little bit longer to do the things you wanted to do than you expected. And you just haven't given it enough time at the moment. And like life, things got in the way. And things, things happen. 
Yeah, things happen, right? But it, there, there are factors that affect that. I don't want people to think that I made this plan and I just sit around all day and watch TV. That that it's a it's, choice. It is a choice, but it's not my choice. It's you know, correct. I, I'm correct. I'm defending myself because I feel like <laughs> I need to defend myself. Why do you feel you need to defend yourself? I don't uh, think I was attacking you in that regard. No, I? I'm attacking myself because I. I'm someone who believes that when I make a commitment, I'm trying to honor it. But in this case, and here's the best of your ability, correct? And here's the thing that I think I didn't think about until right now, which is that plan we put together, while all the components of the actions I could take are well within my skill level, doing them consistently, doing them each day and being committed to them that's not a skill that I've used very often. So so it's not the actions that were the challenge to me. It was the consistency of doing the actions. I, does that make sense? Yes, it does. I, I, and I think we as humans are really good at going, you know, here are the things I need to get at the grocery store. But to simplify it, here's a list of things to get at the grocery store. But, oh, wow, ripple cut potato chips are on sale and then you buy ripple cut potato chips and you forget to buy fruit, vegetables. I'm only using that as a hypothetical. I'm not saying that I would ever buy the two for $7 ripple cut Uts potato chips and then buy some sort of you know, uh, hummus to go with them. That would just be, I'm using that as an example. It just popped into my head. Fair. <laughs> well, and and I think as part of that, you know, is is as I look back over your, the last month and a half, you've had other things that have happened. You, you took on another commitment that wasn't part of the, I think we discussed it mm-hmm. as we were going through the plan. And Very broadly, t- we discussed it. Correct. I mean, we discussed it in a, it's going to consume this many hours a week. Yes. And, you know, there was another opportunity is that you took advantage of yep. that, not sure that we necessarily accounted for. Actually, I think there's been a couple now that I think about it. And so did they replace something that was of value before? Were that was there a way to incorporate those into what you were doing? Did you incorporate those into these new opportunities that you took advantage of? Or was with these opportunities a new option that appeared? that seemed to add more value at the time. Right. So it made sense in that moment to do, again, what you thought best. And And that's where finishing strong is really taking that assessment, right? And really looking at it and looking at it. You know, I've tried to model it this morning. And I, I tell you sometimes after the program how awkward I feel. I feel really awkward this morning. I feel like I kind of expose myself to all of you for the fact that I'm not perfect as a business owner leader. Hold the presses. I, Wait know, a minute. I knew as soon as I said it. You're not perfect? Not. Were you, were you expecting to be perfect? I think I'd like to be perfect. Ah, I think there's a difference. I don't, I don't expect it anymore. I think for a long time I did, but now I don't. But I, I also, you know, we're in, we're in a position, you and I are in a position where we're leading this thing. And I think 
there are times where I'm like, you know, I, I, I would like people to think I know what I'm doing. And what I basically said this morning is I built a plan and I haven't followed that plan over the last month. And I, I feel the need to defend myself because otherwise it looks like I don't know what I'm doing. I know that's all in my head. I totally get it. And I think that the reason I'm going through it, Tom, honestly, is I think there are other people out there who will watch this or listen to this and be like, wow, I, man, I can't believe he's saying this on this program to all these people because he's he's saying exactly what is going through my head. And I'm afraid to tell my staff that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm afraid to tell my spouse that you know, I, I need to make the payment for our beach house next summer and I'm not going to have the money because I didn't do these things or whatever it is. And I think what we're really talking about, you and me at this point with this program, this whole series, our whole month is looking at it objectively and really taking stock, right? Yes. And I think you're also modeling. Again, I would go through. Do you think anybody finishes the year perfectly? No. So I think we're modeling that this is this is real life of what happens for all of us. We don't know what's in front of us over the next almost three full months. We can today make the best assumption that we can and choose to make a commitment to how we want to finish that strong, whatever that means for us. And and I think that if we expect that things are going to go perfectly with plan, to plan, we're likely going to fall short of what we expected and uh, then go back and judge that we didn't finish strong. Now, I mean, the, there is the opportunity things could go as they could go as planned, not likely exactly as planned, and you could achieve the goals that you desired. And some people might even say, well, you know, but, it, uh, but, I got a fluke sale that I did nothing about. It just popped in front of me. And that's the only reason I met my goals. Like that could be, I didn't really do all the work that I wanted to do. I just got lucky. Well, I'm actually, as you were talking, I was recalibrating in my head and realizing one of the real goals that I had was to find a coach for me. That was one and of the I opportunities I was that. talking about. What's that? It was one of the opportunities I was talking about. I didn't remember if we said it exactly as a, I knew but, it was but a. We, we talked about, I needed yes. some sort of accountability and I did find that. And yes. correspondingly that affected things. And then there was something in my personal life that we didn't even put on the table that was really important to me. And that's been accomplished. So it's not like, and I think that's part of the, the finishing strong is what's worked. You know, so often when I coach people, and I bet it's the same for you, it's like, well, what's worked in the past? Well, I used to mail letters to people. It's like, when was the last time you mailed a letter? Oh, it's been seven years. What if you mailed letters? Oh, no, no one mails letters anymore. Well, it worked for you. Maybe try it. And so often those tried and true methods of doing things, and I'm even finding it with my own business. One of the things that works for me is being one-on-one -on -one with people, being in front of people face-to-face. -face. I was telling Tom this yesterday or the day before, and it's like, hey, I've got to find more ways to be in front of people. That's what works for me. And the more I think that's what the opportunity is right now. If we take a moment, and it's not like five minutes. I mean, it's really sitting down, shutting the door, 
and looking at it and saying, you know, where am I? Really, where am I? Not, well, I'm at 40% of my, my sales goal for the year and it's going to get really busy these last three months. I know it is. It's just coming. That may or may not be true, but I'm more of the, hey, if I'm 40% of my sales goal, I really need to step up my effort or recalibrate that goal and say that goal is not going to be 100%. It's probably going to be 70%. And can I, And what are the implications of that? I've talked a lot, Tom. I think it's time for you to talk for a little bit. And yes, I'm going to run my fingers through my hair, which is the uh, age-old signal that I'm completely uncomfortable with the discussion. And usually when Tom and I are talking alone after the program, this is usually when within about 30 seconds I go, oh, Tom, I got to go do something. You always have a meeting. <laughs> that I have I'm, I'm not 100% sure there's a meeting going on. Don't check my calendar. I think it's a meeting with your cat, actually. <laughs> Well, so here's, I'm going to share my one thing, I think, and I think it ties into what we've been talking about. Okay. You know, when I think about finishing strong and what it means, it's, what it means is, one, I would say it is that we get to define what it means. Finishing strong for each of us is going to be different based on our unique situations. I think finishing strong to me means that I'm not judging what I have done. I'm evaluating, measuring, and trying to learn from what happens because I can't control what's going to happen. I can control the things I do, the actions that I take, those things I can control. What the results are from them, I can't control. I also can't control the things that happen around me that impact sometimes the actions that I choose. So even that I, though I could control I can control the actions I take. Sometimes deciding to take those actions is impacted by other things around me. Something else big, you know, I have a really good friend, sadly, who house got some significant damage during the Ian uh, hurricane in Florida. I know that she had a plan to finish the year. She's part of that Monday group you referenced. And and I also know that there are a lot of things that have now impacted her ability to complete that plan. Sure. So she, so she could look back at the end of the year and judge like, oh, you know what? I didn't finish strong because I had these business goals and I didn't do that. Or she could say, look, I did the best I could given all the things that happened around me, the obstacles and opportunities that arose. And how do I learn from that? And I think, while that is a extreme example, there are examples of those obstacles and opportunities that hit will hit us every day between now and December 31st. Mm -hmm. And the best lay, even our best laid plans could be even our actions that we can control taking may disrupt, may change based on those things that we can't control. And so to me, finishing strong is really about how do I do the best I can given all that's going on around me and what I have committed myself to try to achieve and then learn from it. I like that. I think, I think my one thing, I kind of threw something at you earlier, but I think it's really about finishing strong is really looking more closely at the things we can control. Right. And as we've had more experience. So in the last month, I've learned a whole lot about what I can and can't control, you know, I, I, sure. I found a coach 
But what I can't control is the coach has a schedule that requires me to be doing certain things. I didn't, that wasn't part of the plan. When we, right. when we mapped out the plan, we didn't map out the 30 hours of looking at content, the 10 hours a month of meetings. We just did not. No, we didn't know. We didn't know. Time. We didn't know what that was going to look like. It's not that we did it wrong, but now given that information, if I were to re remanage my schedule, it'd be like, well, I've got to build in a day a week to deal with this stuff, which is really important. And it's going to position me to finish strong, maybe not this quarter, maybe not this year, but for the long term. So it's an investment. And I think that's the part of this. And if you're the other thing is, if you're in business and, you know, anyone can find you, they're going to offer you opportunities. You, there are a lot of opportunities to change your course. You know, oh, we sell ads and you, you got to take an ad in our community newspaper. Oh, we do this. You should do this. Oh, we can save you money on your credit card fees. Those things are always coming at us as leaders and owners. And some of them are great and some of them are distractions. Sure. And I think those are something that we, we don't factor into it. Like I was working with someone yesterday and we were planning out his schedule for a new position. And I said to him, uh, plan, let's plan 30 hours a week, what you're going to do every week in 30 hours. He's like, well, I work like 70. I said, well, let's, I'd love to get you a 40. And I think if we map out 30, that gives you 10 hours of wiggle room. And it was a lot harder. And I think if we had done that in my case and said, because we built out how many hours, how many hours a week on this based on 40, because we thought about 40, but what we didn't factor into it was the distractions, the family life, the yeah. All the things that get in the way, not in a bad way, it's part of life, but I don't know that anyone really has 40 hours a week to commit to work if they're involved in a family, if they're involved in any kind of activity because stuff comes up. Well, it's a choice. Even if stuff comes up, you can choose to not do that. I, you know, that probably it's and whatever choice you make is going to have an impact on something. You know, I think those are the those are the some of the things that we can't control is that we have this choice, sadly, or I guess just inevitably, whichever choice, whatever choice we make, there are other things that are going to happen as a result of that. All right. All right. Uh, Stephen's got an interesting comment I'm going to throw at you. You're a pyramid okay. of deeds and always, uh, so, some people don't live like that. And I like that idea of a pyramid. You know, we, we stack the things we do. If I if I do things today to help my business grow and then I stack things onto it tomorrow and I stack things onto it the next day, it starts to become taller and taller. Right. So I, I like that image. I like the image because it's an image I use with one of my businesses. Something about that that I like, because I do think we there are things that we build. I think one of the challenges oh, is your that pillars, right? Well, I'm a pillars, but if you look at my advancement designs, it's a pyramid. haven't looked in many years. That's okay. That's gonna um, be celebrating like seven, ten years now. How many years has that company been in business? No, uh, at least five. Five. Pretty five. close okay. to five. How are you Thinking celebrating of... the fifth anniversary? By the way, I don't know. Uh, I haven't thought about that actually. Um, Tom, who's so great at asking me how I'm going to celebrate, but I shouldn't complain because yesterday his getting me a celebrate got me to buy a, a Keurig or Keurig 
coffee machine that I really wanted. So that's not the worst thing. But well, here's the thing: as we, I think, as we know, and I think this is one of the things that that as to wrap up maybe this show. I think one of the things you you even though I know you got you know you're nervous about it and getting uncomfortable with sharing what you shared is it's different to coach others to do these things than sometimes it is for ourselves, which is why you and I both have other coaches. Yes. When we're spending our time helping others stay accountable, sometimes we forget to stay accountable or whatever else it is that we need support around. Yeah. You know, I have a coach who helps me with my fitness. It's not one-on-one and yet I get some group support with it and it makes a huge difference. And I think that so often we feel like we have to go it alone. Even if you're a coach, everybody's like, well, you know, you're an expert on this. Even though I would never call myself an expert. I think others might say, wow, you're an expert on this. Why, why do you need help with it? I'm like, well, because like everyone else, even in the things that I have, have some knowledge, experience and perspective around, there's always more out there that can help us figure out how to take it. So, of course, if you have a one thing, your antidote you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. Of course, you can always join us inside one of our groups. If you're a LinkedIn person, go to LinkedIn. Go to Renegade Success Network for Leaders. If you're a Facebook person, you can join us in our Ring of Renegades Facebook group and share your thoughts and ideas around the topic we're talking about, finishing strong and what it means. We'll be talking about finishing strong all week. And then really, as Bob sort of mentioned in the show, it's kind of the theme for this month is how do we prepare ourselves to finish strong, whatever that means for each of us. And there's the cat. Nice. What's the cat's name? Sam Hunt, like the country star. Sam Hunt, like the country star. Excellent. Um, so we look forward to seeing you inside one of those groups. Or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and start thinking about how you can finish strong. It's a good question. It's a great opportunity for everybody to define how they would strong. Yeah. All right, everybody, go out and make it a great day. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to today's antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.